0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Worth the Calories, a Great British Bake Off podcast. We are talking about the final. It's over. It is over for another year. Oh. Do you think this was a final? Did it feel like a finale to the series? Yes. <laughs> <Moodied> question. <laughs> I
1: mean, okay, so... The finals are always a bit hit and miss, aren't mm-hmm. they? Like last year I actually found the final depressing. Yeah,
0: really, really. I, I,
1: I was a bit gutted last by the end of the final last year. So I wasn't gutted. Um I do think there was a real competition mm-hmm. between two of the three finalists for sure. Mm-hmm. Um and I and I liked the showstopper. In fact, I liked all the challenges in the final. Mm. I thought they were good final challenges. Mm-hmm. So 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 yes, feelings about who the three participants were aside, Mm -hmm. I think it was a good final.
0: Okay. I I think it was a final. It didn't feel like a finale. It didn't quite feel like a crescendo. And that might be... Because the showstopper's a great challenge. Yeah. The signature and the technical felt like challenges from other weeks. And it's really hard because we've slated them for doing something different. yeah, yeah. yeah. In the final challenges. (laughs) Because it's not roasting over a campfire sort of thing and it's Mm. not it's not burying things but at the same time you sort of want oh you know something really really interesting
1: it's a fine line to tread isn't it especially especially around the technical it's a fine line to Mm -hmm. tread because as you say we and and i presume other people because they've not done it this season have slated them for having ridiculous technicals that are way outside anyone's Mm. um range yeah
0: and, and not something you would expect even of an amateur baker becoming a professional baker. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. So
1: so I guess there's a, there's a limit to what they can do with the technicals while staying safe on that side of the line. Could they have done a more complicated signature? Maybe.
0: Maybe. Eight, eight custard slices feels like it could have been any week.
1: Yes, I agree. I mean, I guess there's a challenge in there mm-hmm. in that getting both the rough puff. And your custard to set mm-hmm. in the time that they've got for the signature mm-hmm. is, is not a, you know, it's 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 the sort of bake that could and did go horribly wrong. Yeah, whereas, absolutely, yeah. Whereas some of the other signatures they've done in the past are, it, it might not be as good as the others, but you can probably get by with a wing and a prayer and produce mm-hmm. something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is something that needs a meticulous touch. Yes. Which you would expect from the final. Exactly, mm. exactly. Do we want to talk on the bakers? i mean we we don't we try to be more about the bakes whilst we do talk about the judges and the bakers and some of our views on them and so on we're not focused on that yeah that has been a lot of the conversation i mean and even a chunk of the conversation for us this season because it has felt like there's been some odd decisions and decisions that don't quite sit right whether whether they're the right decisions or not Mm -hmm. And, and, and perhaps it is you know and and with judges are the particular thing we talk about it is judging decisions, yes, that are the problem here
1: yeah i i, I think so. I think it's that fine line between is this a show that's judged just on the week mm-hmm. and I think this I think it is a show that's judged just on the week, yeah, and I think they've felt very true to that, mm-hmm. or is it a show where you judge it based on performance as a whole mm-hmm. and potential yeah and and I'm not sure where I go on on because okay. in one sense having it judged just on the week mm-hmm. is very clear and it's very fair mm-hmm. and it allows people who have developed and shown improvement mm-hmm. to be judged just on that improvement rather than judged based on their yes, past mistakes absolutely. which i think is important but what it doesn't allow for and this is what's happened this week mm-hmm. is it doesn't allow for someone who has very high potential very high skill levels to have a disaster because they've pushed themselves out of mm. out of their comfort zone. Yeah. And and I think because we've seen that three times this season mm. and each time been sad about the person who's gone as a, as a result, yeah. that makes you question whether just judging based on the week is fair or not.
0: Yeah. They, they've gone slightly too far of the line. I, I was told in the week that apparently on MasterChef, and we don't watch MasterChef, so I think you've seen a bit, only mm. more than I have, because yeah. I haven't really seen any, except for when it was Lloyd Grossman. It's um, <laughs> a long back time the, ago. Well, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not that long. Come on. Um, <laughs> it's a long time ago. <laughs> but apparently they do have an aspect of it where they look at how will this person cope. Right. Uh, you know, have they pushed themselves to their capacity or do they have room to grow are they are they coping with the competition and so so forth which i don't totally agree with obviously i've not seen it in action so i don't know quite how it's implemented but i feel that's really it it's you going in and playing the odds and picking well they seem the strongest person so i, I will send them through
1: as a woman mm-hmm. that um that feels fraught with Ooh. um thwart thwart Fraud, fraught? Fraught. 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 <laughs> fraught with the danger of subconscious sexism. Yeah. Because of the, mm. you know, everyone's like, oh, she's a woman. She's a bit and, more emotional.
0: And not, yes, sexism is the big thing because women are so emotional and can't cope with the stresses of, which is rubbish. But on top of that, classism and racism and, yeah. and all the other isms that might feed into it, particularly because these things tend to be judged by white men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also saw it happen on the drag race, where they have the concept of the report card. How have you actually performed over the competition? Mm. Which is a nice way to start thinking, you know, we've got people who are very even. Right, let's have a look at overall performance, which they have done on the Bake Off. Um, they have on rare occasions said, we're going to have a, a, a look at the performance across the the series as a whole. Which, mm. which I can understand. When you have people that close, yes, you need another distinguishing factor. Yeah. Fine. The problem with the report card idea is it doesn't reward improvement. Yes. And and I think when we look at Dave, Dave's improvement was rewarded by maintaining his place in the competition. Absolutely. he wasn't. He wasn't generally the best. He wasn't in the bottom. But I really feel like he was someone that felt in the beginning like, okay, he's a mid to late series person. Hmm. But he made it to the final and he gave a pretty good showing in the final.
1: Yeah. And I think if one or two or even just one – of the things that he'd put on that final mm-hmm. showstopper had been just slightly better, yeah
0: yeah, you know so yeah. Yeah. so so I think that's it, it's a little hard to bring that in and, and use that as a, a a general technique if it had come down to closer things than maybe, and I feel like had it that you'd done that in previous episodes, and this is where we're going to get into I think the crux of the conversation that a lot of people are having and that they had a lot on this show yes. There was a person in the final who perhaps the final was beyond their skill. Just just a bit beyond them. Yeah. Which I feel is harsh on that person. I feel Absolutely. Laura was clearly, and it's clearly it's Laura we're talking about, <laughs> Laura was clearly incredibly good, good at flavours and taste and texture because yeah. that maintained her in the competition. But the end of a baking show to this quality, the final, needs every aspect in there and I don't think... Yeah, it needs I don't the, think she was ever going to do it. needs the artistic creativity yes. and it
1: needs the the polished delivery. Uh,
0: yes. I'm not even sure about the artistic side of it. It just needs quality at every point. Yeah. So.
1: Mm. I don't know that it needed the artistic side of it this season because I don't feel that any of the three finalists had that kind of artistic flair that we sometimes see on the Bake Off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Lottie did. Mm-hmm. You know, some of, even, some of the stuff that she... Like that... I still keep going back to that Japan week and that um, yeah. that that mushroom cake, Absolutely. that cake that she made. Mm. That showstopper was worthy of, worthy of the final. Yeah, in its in its sort of artistic and the quality flair. of the bake and every yeah. every aspect of it. Yeah. So,
0: and, and I mean, we said this at the very beginning. It wasn't a group of bakers this year who seemed to be quite with the artistic bent of mm. other years. Other years we have had people who were very creative in that way. This is. Skilled bakers. Yes, and so I think uh, it—you know—it comes down to the judging decisions, playing very much into what they've set up for the show, and getting someone to the final that perhaps shouldn't have been there, which is a shame because you don't want to see anyone fail, you don't want to see anyone crying and having a meltdown because that's what depressed us about last year's. Yeah, and you don't want to see the show itself focused on one person because they're having a bad week. I, I felt really bad for the boys. Yeah, absolutely. I say boys, for, for Dave and Peter, because in that judging, you know, the sitting around with a cup of tea, talk about how the week's going, it was all about Laura. And it's like, can we celebrate the guys who were doing really well and, and pick up the good stuff that Laura's doing rather than it being just a negative?
1: Yeah, because I mean, I got the impression, certainly with her showstopper, mm-hmm. that it was damn tasty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And yeah. that's that's what she's done every single time. She's made yeah. stuff that tastes amazing. But her presentation and finish isn't quite there, which which I get. That's, you know, one of my, my weaker points as well.
1: Her presentation and finish is definitely <laughs> going to be better than mine. Also, because I can't be bothered, <laughs> we'll come on to it in a, in a little while. It gets to a point where I'm like, oh, this is substantially done. Let's just make it be done. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So I think we're going to talk through each of the bakes, as we normally do. Yes. I think we're going to focus on David and Peter. Yeah. Because they had very strong weeks and, and came at the competition ready to do it. Yeah. A- and I celebrate the ambition. I, I, I think we, th- there is often a conversation about ambition in a very negative way. Because it can be. Ambition can be putting other people down, rising to the top through any means. This was ambition through, I'm going to do the most perfect bakes I can do and think about it nonstop And make sure I deliver on what I can do. Yeah, Well done them. And yeah, Peter's absolutely. saying, I came here to win this and to, to try and get this far, and I achieved it, and this is one of the greatest things I've done in my life and probably, you know, will ever do.
1: Why would you enter competition if you didn't want to win it?
0: Exactly. I, I, yeah, I have so much respect for, for the two of them to have that approach. Um, and it was a joy to watch. And, yeah. and that's what you want from a final. You absolutely. want it to be silence in the tent because everyone's working towards greatness. Yeah. Kapla. <laughs> Kaplar! <laughs> Signature challenge, Singer. custard slices. I love a custard Do slice. Do you? Oh, okay. goodness.
1: Well, I think custard is just one of my favourite things. It, it is. It is. I thing love should, yeah. that. Yeah. Custard in any form, whether it's uh, a much creamier type in you know, a sort of French cuisine, mm-hmm. whether it's a baked egg custard, I love them. Nice. I love them.
0: Nice. Um, so what was it that Peter did? He did the whiskey. So he did oh, yeah. the really good Scottish flavours. With, with all with-
1: those raspberries
0: yes uh, yeah he uh, and again that's he's thought about how can i present this to look good what flavors will make it taste good how do i do the quantities and present it yeah really really. it, it was
1: beautiful that was- and the way um the way he really had that eye for detail mm-hmm. where, but you know the way he put his raspberries all up the same Absolutely. direction and line yep. them up really neatly and and it really irritated when people used to laugh at peter for measuring things i'm like yeah. Why wouldn't you measure things if right. you're supposed to produce eight of exactly the same amount? Right. I mean, but, don't get me wrong. I damn well didn't measure ours. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're in a competition and they want them to be identical, yep. then you measure them. Exactly.
0: Exactly. There, there was a comment in there about, oh, you know, Peter's a SWAT, so he's measuring and so Well,
1: Well, yes. <laughs> exactly. He's there
0: to be an achiever. <laughs> <You know>? like. <laughs> Let's let's not all be, hey, how cool and laid back can we be because we don't care. Yeah. It's a competition. Yeah. Great. So, Good on him. They looked amazing. Yes. Absolutely delicious looking. A- absolutely. And Dave did his coffee latte. Caramel, caramel latte. latte. Nice. Caramel latte. Yes. Which sounded great flavours. And we were, we were very pleased that the recipe went up. Yay! So you've made caramel latte slices. I have. Do you want to give me a bit of a rundown, any interesting bits with the bake, anything that we've done or that you've done before that came into this?
1: Okay, so so there's a few things. Mm. What I would say at the end of this is that I feel that as a result of our podcast mm-hmm. and our challenges for the podcast... I am now A, much more confident with pastry mm-hmm. and B, much more confident with the use of gelatin mm. than I ever have been before. Okay. I think um, a couple of years ago, if you'd said to me, Catherine, I need you to make something which uses gelatin twice <laughs> and I need you to make some puff pastry, I'd have laughed. Um, but yeah, so so this basic, the starting point was making two big sheets of flat pastry mm-hmm. and and I was going to cheat and use pre, pre-made yeah. pastry because... Life's too short, but then I was like, no. The reason I'm feeling reluctant to do this is because this is a skill I don't really have or don't mm-hmm. feel confident of having. Um, and actually, the, the puff pastry went all right. I mean, mm. it's certainly come out all right. I yeah. think um, I think one can see the lamination.
0: <laughs> one can see the lamination. <laughs> that that point that Peter made about putting a bit of icing sugar on it and getting some caramelization. I think you did that.
1: I did. I did. It, it really was in works. The recipe. <laughs>
0: it really works. I like that. Yeah, mm.
1: I, I think for me, the thing that's worked particularly well for for this mm-hmm. um this this sort of instructions for doing it was there's none of this fanning around <laughs> grating your frozen butter right which has irritated the heck out of okay. me in the past okay you just roughly um rub the butter cubes and the flour together some of the
0: flour Oh, All bit. the flour, All okay. the, flour and okay. the butter
1: cubes together, and it made um, it made a real point of saying, but just do it roughly. You still want to be able to see big lumps of butter in okay. your flour, mm-hmm. and then you put some ice cold water. So I put my um, hundred mils of water in the freezer for ten minutes before I put it in. Mm-hmm. And then you just roughly mix it all together until it's a dough and then you whack it in the fridge. There's a lot of chilling it in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I was thinking, oh, hang on a minute. Is this going to work? I thought the whole thing was you're supposed to have loads of butter trapped between Mm. the um, layers of the dough. But, yeah, it totally worked. Okay, nice. Um, I mean, there was a lot of chilling it.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: It, it's 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 not something to be done in a day when you're rushing to go out. <laughs> no. um, but, yeah, no, I was really pleased. Mm-hmm. And I, I was quite nervous baking it because mm-hmm. you can't see it whilst you're baking it because mm-hmm. it's between, um, between baking tins. You mm-hmm. just have to trust that it's not burnt <laughs> to a crisp. But, no, it wasn't. I, th- I think it's... I, I, honestly, I think I would say if anyone is looking for a puff pastry recipe, mm-hmm. even if you're not going to do the rest of it, I think the instructions in Dave's recipe was were very good. Yeah. I mean, blatantly, I'm going to buy it pre-made because quite frankly, <laughs> the life's too short. But...
0: <laughs> I, I wonder if the, the baking it between two sheets mean you don't have to quite worry about the lamination in the so, same way. If you were baking it on top of a pie, if you're expecting that mm. puff, that massive rise you get from puff pastry... Maybe this, this, you know, proper quick rough puff doesn't rise in the same way, doesn't give those big air pockets that are all chewy and so maybe, on. Maybe, maybe. But I it know. works very well because you're all condensing it down. Yeah. And, and I think I think Laura's one was grating butter into it and doing it that way, and her butter seeped out. So yeah. I wonder if some of this also helps keep the butter in again, which is important to this, yeah. stop it being too dry. Hmm. Okay, mm. yes, okay, so, that okay. The, so that's so the, so the, so the pastry. That.
1: Um, and then, I mean, the custard was quite straightforward, really. Okay. You basically just made a big just, milky coffee. Just a
0: custard now? You're, you're used to this. <laughs>
1: you, yeah. you just made a big milky coffee. Okay. <laughs> and then you like... But <laughs> literally, that's all it was to start right. off with. You heated up some milk with a whole load of instant coffee in it. Right. Um, And then you had your egg yolks and your sugar, and um, you whisked them together, and then mm-hmm. heated your coffee a bit more, and then mixed in some butter and some gelatin. Just let it set. Okay. So... Hmm. I mean, it it, was, interesting. Yeah, it yeah. was really quite, it was really quite, I mean, and then, and then of course you had to assemble it and cool it some more, mm. at which point we went to bed because <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was going to be 11pm at night. No one wants me making caramel at 11pm at night.
0: When you assembled it, had yes. you already cut the puff into the 16 sections? No. Okay.
1: No. So you assemble it, so you trim your pastry. Yeah. So, you, so basically when you're baking it, it's a 25 by 25 square. Right. Ultimately, in the tin, yep. it's going to be a 20 by 20 square. Okay. So they allow for the edges mm-hmm. to be yeah, say, a bit more ragged. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I um, got the kitchen scissors out Okay. and I trimmed it, mm-hmm. uh, but it was still a square at that point. And then you put in what is quite thick custard mm. um, and you put that in. Oh, oh there's corn flour in the custard. That's the other thing. That helps set it. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay. That, okay. It was yep. very quick, very thick. Nice. Very thick, very quickly once mm-hmm. you put the corn flour in. Spread that over and then you put the other square on top. Right. And then you chill it for two hours in the recipe okay. overnight in our house. Okay. Um, then you make the glaze
0: mm.
1: um, and you put the glaze on top. Mm-hmm. And, and the glaze was caramel. Okay. So again pretty
0: easy to yeah pretty well no, right. but <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yes but it was car- I mean it was yeah. well this is the second time this season that exactly. I I've, yeah. I've done the whole let's put some sugar and water and bray in the pan <laughs> but I picked I used the tips that I studied last time mm-hmm. after it went completely yep. wrong and I did lots of um, <laughs> lots of water around the edge of the nice. pan to stop it crystallizing. Mm-hmm. I do still think I probably could have let it Carry on caramelizing a little bit longer. Okay. Okay. So if you look at the color of Dave's um, slices Mm. and the color of mine, mine's a lot lighter.
0: You're a bit more tan.
1: A bit more tan. Mm. Yes. Mm. Lot lot lighter. So I think I need to. uh, I think I need to hold my nerve. Okay. And maybe let the caramel go go a bit darker before mixing in the cream and the butter Mm. and stuff.
0: Yeah, and I think I say easy because it's very much like the four hour boiled condensed milk tins. Right. Have you ever done that? Yeah. 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 yeah it, it's it's that sort of caramel, but obviously, a you don't they don't have time to do that. Yes. Um. And B, I think it's a bit nicer. I think that there's just so much faff and risk to that. Yeah. Um.
1: And I think this was a bit th- thinner than that. It wasn't mm, it, because I think it was it, because it's a glaze rather yeah, than a chewy That's caramel. Mm-hmm. Um. But again, it was you know caramelise your sugar, put some cream in and then put some butter and some gelatin in and whisk it all up and then pour it over and chill again. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that chill, that's when you cut it. Oh, interesting. Um, Okay. And I was quite surprised, but it worked. That The the instructions were to use a serrated knife. Right. Um, But, yeah, it worked very well.
0: So you're sawing through it rather than slicing through it. Exactly. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Mm.
1: Um, But, yeah, it worked very well because I thought going to stick then because I was think it was going to be a big yeah. straight plain knife non serrated mm-hmm. knife I was thinking I have to make this really sharp yeah. or else there's every chance that it will push on the on the top and the everything will splurge and- everywhere yeah. but but I think that's possibly the point of the serrated mm-hmm. knife okay um, but yeah It actually sliced up far better than I thought it would. Terrific. And then I was supposed to caramelise a coffee bean. Didn't do that. Didn't do that. Life's too short. Um, And then I was supposed to do some fine, delicate lines of melted chocolate with a (laughs) fine piping bag. I decided that life was also too short, and I just melted the chocolate in the microwave and just sort of dripped it on, drizzled it on from a teaspoon. In diagonals. Nice. Looks all
0: right. I think it's It's very nice. Yeah. Yes. A bit
1: more... um, Freehand casual arts. Rustic. Rustic, yeah. Yeah.
0: yes. And that's uh, that's fine. That's what you're going for. It's, you're not competing in the final of a competition. You no. can see if you were absolutely doing it for presentation and judging. Yes, you pipe it and do it as a... There yeah. yeah, you go. Yes. I think it's delicious. I think they're really tasty. They've yeah. got a lovely coffee flavour. Pastry's really good. It's got the nice caramelised thing to it.
1: Wait, well, your mum's told me that it's two of your dad's favourite flavours, custard slices and coffee. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. So I think I'm going to have to make these again. <laughs>
0: No, I think it came out really well. Any any great lessons? Any great things you want to try again? Any, the pastry seems to have been your most exciting I, achievement. I'm just really,
1: I'm really, I was really pleased with how the pastry came out mm. because I was not feeling confident about my ability to do it, which is why I made right. myself do it. Good. Um, so, yes. Nice. Yeah.
0: Well done. Well done. Thank you. Technical challenge was walnut whirls, which are one of my mum's favourite things. Excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, with many years I've bought her branded walnut whirls because the actual phrase name we know them by is a brand other walnut whirls are available (laughs) um i think they all came out about as you would expect and certainly having done it all the different areas because there's a lot of melting setting putting ingredients together combining it judging it at each stage Mm. it's it is a very good technical. It is a very good late competition technical yeah. because it's so detailed at every bit. Yes, it just feels a little small, perhaps.
1: Yeah, I, I get. I mean, I th- I think it's very challenging.
0: Yeah, I oh mean, yeah, yeah. Li- I'll give it that. a, a
1: little bit like <laughs> the wagon wheels were very challenging,
0: and they were the opener of season yeah. l- season ten.
1: But but it's quite so, a similar sort of level of challenge. Ri- really I
0: think. similar. I think the interesting thing with it. So so I made these. Um, the, the interesting bit with it, the biscuit was fine. I think having done it now, the biscuit could have been thicker. I rolled it out to three mil because we've got a rolling pin that you actually can attach bits to say how thick you roll it to. Mm-hmm. I rolled it to exactly three mil, as they said. Probably could have been five mil. I think, I think a thicker biscuit would have done it better.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I was missing, I was missing a bit of biscuit chomp. Yeah, I mean it was beautiful and delicious yeah. and, 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 and delicate, and... but I think I wanted something a bit meatier at the
0: bottom. Mm. We, you know, I've only just made them and let them chill a bit, so I, I wonder if when they're chilled more and set more, it'll be a bit better. Uh, maybe maybe thing. we
1: get a bit of a more of a crunch from the chocolate. When exactly,
0: it's set. exactly. It's all just a little soft at the moment. Yeah. Um, so the, the biscuit was okay. Yeah, the ganache. So I made a mistake with the ganache, I overcooked the cream because you because you have to heat the cream as you do with a normal ganache, but with 150 grams of um coffee beans in them to give it a coffee flavour. And I overheated it. So the co- so the when it when it was infusing, because you have to leave it to infuse with the coffee beans for a while, the the cream actually started setting. And you could see there was no way I was actually going to sieve a decent amount of cream off it. So you very kindly went and got me some more cream and tried it again. And it worked okay, but that's a lot of coffee beans. You know, obviously I've had to go through twice as much as I should have. That's a lot of coffee beans for something that we've got in an instant.
1: When you compare the recipe that I did, which was yeah. bang two tablespoons full of instant coffee Absolutely. into some milk to get the coffee flavour. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, the ganache is delicious. Mm. I'm just not 100% sure it's uh, 150 grams of whole coffee it feels like a very extravagant recipe
0: yeah and and particularly because you've then got the coffee beans in it the, the point of heating it is you heat it to just a little bit before it boils that's hard to judge because you've got coffee beans in this you can't actually see what's happening with the cream
1: I'd be interested, obviously not interested enough to actually do this, <laughs> but I'd be interested to do a taste test between ganache that has been done with infused whole coffee beans <laughs> um, and ganache that's been done with a couple of teaspoons of instant.
0: Well, that, that's what I think I would do, because I will probably have to do this again, because, again, these are all of my mum's favourites, so yeah. I suspect once we can actually visit each other, this will be a remake for these, yeah. and I will probably just do it when it goes in the chocolate, add the coffee at that point. Not necessarily cook cook the cream... You know, heat the cream with the coffee in it, then, but melt the chocolate with coffee in there as well. Mm. So, and maybe you need a good chunk of it because you need to bring out the coffee flavor quite strongly to make sure you can taste it properly. But, mm, mm. Mm. so that so, but ganache, fine, it's I- ganache.
1: I think if I'd realised that that's what you had to do with the whole coffee beans, I think I'd have laughed at the ridiculousness of the recipe.
0: <laughs> well, I liked, you know, you and we've done this all, all the way through it. We like to follow it and try oh. to do what what they're telling us to do. Because um, then you come to the marshmallow. And this marshmallow, the, the one that we made for the wagon wheels, was gelatin powder in water and mix it all together that's and set it a bit like a jelly. Absolute
1: rubbery nightmare.
0: Yeah, and we all, I think everyone who made it ended up letting the gelatin, the the marshmallow set a little bit too much. Yeah. In this one, it's basically make a meringue and heat um, sugar and corn syrup and then add that. So you're making a sort of Italian meringue and then put some softened gelatin sheets in there. Right. a, A bit at a time and let them dissolve as you're whisking them in. Fine. You can't get corn syrup in the UK. I think it's banned or illegal or you can only use certain quantities of it or something along those lines. So I used golden syrup instead, which is supposed to be a good equivalent. Okay. I think it affects the flavor slightly because golden syrup has quite a strong flavor to it. So I wonder if there's a better way of me doing that, whether it's a glucose and something.
1: Do do you think that – I mean, because I I can understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And and I think if you're tasting the meringue on its own, Mm -hmm. that that could be a problem. But given that the meringue is next to the very strong flavours of the coffee-infused chocolate ganache Mm. and and the dark chocolate outside, Mm. does it matter?
0: No, but I feel like... I feel like the flavour is just off slightly. There is something in there. (laughs) You're laughing at me. (laughs) I I love
1: you so much. We're so different. (laughs) It's fine.
0: (laughs) Cause it's just it's not quite as smooth. There's an aspect to it of oh, that's slightly slightly not right. There's something about it. I think it's the strength of the sort of molasses and treacle in the golden syrup um, that come through. I had to I I put in <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm deciding whether I admit to this. I made a bake-off mistake that is probably the most bake-off I have ever been, <laughs> where I had to... Once I'd made the, the marshmallow, I put it in the piping bag and put the piping bag in the fridge. Uh, and obviously, it's quite thick, you know, because you put the gelatin in. I'm not 100% convinced the gelatin is fully dissolved as much as I would want it to, but fine. Put it in the bag, and I even swung the bag round to get yeah. it to the very end, you know, very, very... Mm, I I'm sure we've seen them doing two at a time on, on Professionals. Um... Put it in the fridge and then turn around and realised I hadn't put vanilla in it. (laughs) So I sliced the the piping bag open, put it all back in the stand mixer, put the vanilla in, mixed the vanilla in, got a new piping bag, moved the pipes over, and then put the meringue then put the marshmallow back in the new bag and swung it around and put it back in the fridge.
1: Bless you. (laughs) once again i'm just thinking we're so different i'd have been like oh, vanilla doesn't taste as much anyway
0: and it, it did it drastically improved the because this is probably why i noticed the flavor so much because i was tasting it going this is a bit weird it's not quite right and why i didn't think oh hey i've not put a major ingredient in yet but fine when i put the major ingredients in it did improve it maybe i should have doubled down and done more vanilla but you're never sure and it's baking once it's in you can't un- also- take it out
1: it's the sort of thing where it's like if you put more liquid in, it could all just go. Whoa. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I mean, I've got a runny mess. Yeah, right. I mean, because what what did what did Laura do to hers? Because she had an absolute nightmare with. I, th- the, I think she the chucked first. in
0: something too liquidy, and right. and yeah, it is that thing. As soon as it loses that cohesion, like with the the caramelized, the crystallising and the caramel, it's gone. You it, have to start once again. Once you use it, it, it takes so long to to get it back. To be fair, this did have. Um, obviously the melted sugar the boiled sugar uh. of the of the um syrup and the sugar it had cream of tartar which helps give it that structure right and it then had gelatin in it i was pretty confident this was going to be okay and hold together
1: <laughs> i i'm really impressed with how light and fluffy it is then because mm. after all that it, it sounds like it's going to be like the, the, the uh, marshmallow that we had for the wagon It is not wheels, as chewy as like I expected. A, yeah, like one of the cat's rubber ball toys. <laughs> 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 you know? But but it was that it's actually very fluffy and mm. nice and light. Yeah, mm. lovely. Yeah,
0: piped it. Pipe, piping was was surprisingly easy. Came out with a really nice definition. Tempered the chocolate, which went better than last time. I was a little bit more patient with it. I'm you know, I, I can't quite see the point of tempering chocolate, but I get it.
1: Life's too short.
0: Yeah, to temper chocolate, yeah. So. I am I am beginning to come to that point. And then poured the chocolate over and it hasn't quite gone over. I think I've done, because there was so much biscuit and so much marshmallow and so much ganache, I've done 16 instead of eight. And the chocolate hasn't quite gone over them all. And I wonder if I should have been prepared to do chocolate, scrape up the chocolate again, heat it a bit more, put more chocolate over the top. Do multiple layers and it's not quite got the definition on the outside that I, th- I, want I think it to. you
1: just needed given that you were doing 16 instead of yeah. eight i think you just needed a shed load more chocolate
0: well we've got more chocolate so i melt some more <laughs> over the top again why not it might be worth doing at, at least a third of the thing and do three or four of them and see how yeah, it goes exactly. yeah maybe maybe
1: but you don't need to temper it it's fine no i shan't no. judge you
0: thanks you're very kind <laughs> so yes it's quite a technical technical yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of steps to it, a lot of complications. It just also, a, a wagon wheel, a a, a, wagon wh- a worn-up whirl, whip, whirl, whirl whip, feels a little small.
1: I, so I, I I, can see what you're saying. I cannot think what they'd replace it with. And I think especially just having you described all of the stuff that you had to go through to make it, I think the skill, the complexity level is warrants it being in the final.
0: Mm-hmm. I, it just feels like it should have been a a cake, a thing you serve. The matcha pancake is uh, cake thing is probably the most complex mm. of the season. Um, that's the sort of thing that feels like a final challenge.
1: Fair enough. Maybe an opera cake or something like mm. that, one of those things yeah. with all the layers or something yeah. like that. Because wasn't
0: really a theme. No, just final challenges. Yeah. Well, and so we then come to the showstopper. Because um, I don't th- I don't think there's any particular comment on how they performed in the technical. No. They performed as you expect to perform in the technical, in and, and I don't think it matters that much. No. Showstopper's a really good idea. Give yeah. us a tower of interesting bakes. Yeah. And I think two out of the three bakers did that. Yeah. I think they presented an actual tower. I think Peter's didn't quite have the polish of Dave's. I agree. But he baked them all really well. Yes. The point here that I think is most interesting to discuss is Dave's decision... To revisit Bakes he hadn't done well and wanted to learn from.
1: I loved that. I loved it. Yep. I, I for that very reason, for the fact that I really admire that sort of oh, I'm gonna do everything well, thank you very much. Yeah. Umness of it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I I I really was rooting for him. I was I was a bit sad that he hadn't actually nailed them all. Yeah. But equally, when would he have had the chance to do all of the extra practice mm. that it would need you know it's it's quite with it being so condensed time wise mm-hmm. i do feel that i do feel that this is where you start to see the impact of the you know they did they did great jobs yeah 10 weeks and six weeks
0: But but mm. yeah exactly you mm. know
1: like but i think you know if it was the if it was the normal time frame, mm-hmm. I can't believe that people who got to the final wouldn't at least have that week off work no. and just be practising and practising and practising. Absolutely. So. And and
0: I think there is a definite, there's a comment from him in one of the interviews, I think on the Bake Off website, that he hadn't decided what he was doing for the final. And I'd be interested to just have a watch through some of those earlier final episodes. At what point had he not fully planned? and had he gone oh this is a good idea because i've got all the recipes i've done them before and i can learn from what i've done which is a really really good idea it's a really good idea but i can also see the decision and part of that is because whilst he doesn't necessarily 100% pull it off you can understand the sense of it yeah it feels like Hamin's idea to say my last recipe wasn't going well so i'm ditching it and going with something different which doesn't come off so we say that's a bad decision if it had come off and she ditched the bad recipe and done a good recipe. We would have been saying, "Well, well on her." She, you know, made changes and dealt with it. I, I, th- I think, yeah. I,
1: start, I think there's a difference between making changes and throwing something out and going with a very untested recipe.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Because, I mean, she even made a comment at one point, going, "I don't think, the, I don't really know if these quantities will." Yeah. work, Which tells me she's not baked it. She's before. not prepared at all. Yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah, I like his idea behind it but his bake didn't quite come off. So there is just an aspect of it of should he have gone I'm going to make stuff I've done really well <laughs> and bring it all together. Yeah. Which is kind of what Peter did. You know, it, it, not necessarily mm. the actual bakes, but he he knows where his strengths are. Yeah. And he built a tower based on those strengths. Yeah. And it's very smart. And and the way Paul put, talked about it of it came down to how the crack on layers and the the lamination on puff pastry and so on came out. Mm. It was Clearly, really close between the two of them and i think the show came together well enough to say yes i can understand peter winning yeah absolutely
1: mm. Mm. absolutely
0: and it was lovely to see because he was clearly so touched everyone was touched for him i think i think dave he made a comment of yeah, i gave him a good run for his money mm. i think dave knows he was absolutely in the running there. well
1: it's the it's the sort of competition where every, you know they've done their best mm-hmm they couldn't have done better yes they put up a good fight and therefore everyone finishes feeling quite satisfied yeah which i like yeah absolutely really nice. yeah good on them and i love i loved the post show montage of where they're all like the fact right. that they're all visiting each other the kids getting on it it just all felt so warm and loving yep. and and i loved that they had all the support staff out to yes. to watch and celebrate at the end and There was a lot of heart. Yeah, because they must have done
0: so much cleaning, scrubbing down, planning, getting hand sanitizer and masks and working in stressful conditions. Even if it is, right, I'm in this bubble so I can just focus on doing this. It is stressful and it causes anxiety and you're separated from people.
1: Being in the bubble would stress me out. I hate, I mean, the idea that you just couldn't go out Mm -hmm. and this is a community of people that you didn't know that well.
0: Right. <laughs> Palpitations, but clearly they have made it work. You know, the bakers yeah. have formed a, a, a friendship and a community yeah, absolutely. there, which, which they always do. But this this does feel stronger in bit a number more, of a bit places. More yeah, yeah. I I think they also have clearly had some of these conversations because I yeah. think they were very sad on some of the bakers going mm. previously. Um, and I think the support staff of have, have, yeah, it was great to have thanked them yes. and done that. I, I I am in awe of what they've put together. And especially now we're coming up to a Christmas version and presumably a celebrity version, a junior version, a professional version.
1: Yeah, well, we'll, well, we'll see which ones come out. It'll yeah. be interesting to see which ones they do and don't do. and don't do. Mm. I'm pretty sure they won't do the junior version this year, which which is a shame because on I love they, the junior version. They only run
0: for a few weeks anyway. Yeah. Um. So they might be able to still get away with doing it in some way. Mm. But they've definitely got the Christmas ones, which I think start this week. Okay. So, because Noel's not on them, because he's obviously had a baby, so he's been on paternity, right. basically. Uh, mm oh. so, a, a, a good final, beca- partially because it's not the last two finals. Yes. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, are you up for doing this all again next year?
0: I think so. I think I'm enjoying getting new skills, trying yeah. out new bakes. I, th- I think this, you know, obviously that's a very personal thing for a podcast, but I think it is good to do that. I, I like... I like that we have a place to discuss these in this detail. We're both very nerdy about stuff, and That's it's quite- for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about disco crisps and Pringles and I, I, Jaffa I'll save cakes. That for my tax podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and I've particularly loved this year the number of people who are listening to it who are baking as well, and we're yeah. getting to see variations on it. People who are... we're following the recipes really closely people who are going okay yeah that's a good recipe but i make cheesecake and this is how i do it i'm making changes nice. to it and i'm and seeing and this is what's making me think perhaps next year i need to have a more open mind so i read through and go yeah no i'm just going to use instant coffee instead of coffee beans thanks Prue. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice mm. how about you
1: no absolutely it's like, like like i think for me one of the one of the few benefits of lockdown is I've I've been able to do a lot more of the baking this mm-hmm, year. Because mm-hmm. in previous years there've been a number of weeks where I've gone, oh, I I shall be your taster. <laughs> 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 whereas whereas this year I, I've been able to do part mm. of part of, you know participate a lot more and Great. I'm feeling a lot more confident about different baking skills. So mm. it's good and, and I always like talking to you, sweetheart.
0: Oh absolutely. Mm. Um I, I like I like that we've done two different things each week. It would be yeah. a bit strange if we posted the technical and compared. Not sure I'd enjoy that quite so much. Yeah. It's been nice saying, what do we think of this challenge and how does it do as a bake?
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Great. So we'll be back with more next year. Indeedy. We might be back with more if they do a junior, because the junior is the one I think we like to talk about in this way.
1: And, you know, I'm as good as kids. I'm not as good as (laughs) professionals.
0: (laughs) I am not as good as some of those kids. True. Some of them were really good, so... Um, except for the one who tripped over his mate because he wasn't looking when he walked up with his technical <laughs> challenge. Um, I, I thoroughly recommend everyone watching all the variants. The, the celebrity and Christmas ones are okay. The kids ones and the professional ones are really good. Yeah, yeah. The, the professional one we don't talk about it. We don't podcast on it because it is properly gripping, high quality competition TV. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the one to look out for. And go and check out all our other podcasts on the Eloquent Gushing Network. It's the thing I want to say. We do other TV th- other TV podcasts. Uh, I do movie podcasts with my co-host Mandy Kay. Go and go and have a listen because they're great. They're really good. <laughs> See you for next season. Get on with your bakes. Don't forget to tag us if you bake anything really exciting. If you do try anything from Bake Off or if you do something you're really proud of, tag Eloquent Gushing, hashtag Worth the Galleries, or either of us in your individual shots.
1: See you next year, guys.